Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. Hey there, folks. This is Matt Welch, sports editor at Star Local Media, and thank you for checking out this rapid reaction edition of the Star Local Media High School Sports Podcast. Uh, let's recap my game from Friday night. I was out at Allen, um, out at Eagle Stadium, for a, uh, a fascinating non-district showdown between Allen and Dickinson, a, a first-time opponent for the Eagles. Uh, Dickinson making me drive from the Houston area, traveling 300 miles um, for a meeting between two teams that are uh, that are state ranked right now. This is the uh, this is the second straight week that Allen has gone up against a state ranked opponent. Um, you can argue that between this and in uh, last week against Cedar Hill, arguably on paper the toughest opening stretch to a season that Allen has had in. I mean, it's in quite some time, as far as I can remember. Um, but nevertheless, this was um, this this game had its moments. It was a spirited showing um, from Dickinson, despite the unfamiliarity between the two. But ultimately, Allen is able to come away with a 38 to 24 victory to improve to two and zero on the season. Um, first off, you can check out my game story on this one at StarLocalMedia.com. I'll try not to regurgitate stuff that I you know. I'll, I'll try not to regurgitate my story and whatnot. You know, I did write that for a reason. Um, so let's just kind of just talk some. Uh, you know some takeaways uh, from this game and what to make of Allen's two and zero start. Um, you know the keys to victory in this one were simply just the uh, the big play on offense and um, Allen's pass rush, which just continues to look so. You know, I mean, Allen's pass rush looks like it's in midseason form right now um, because this was a competitive game. You know, Dickinson came out guns blazing. They scored on a deep pass just uh, 19 seconds into the contest. For, uh, for an immediate 7-0 lead. Um, both teams traded touchdowns for the first uh, 14 minutes, and then Allen got a, uh, a nice little flurry of big plays over the course of the, uh, the second and third quarters to, uh, to, to build a 21-point advantage. Um, one thing that Allen really stressed on, uh, on Friday was the, uh, was the vertical passing game. I mean, they had Raylan Sharp going deep a ton, Against Dickinson's secondary, an experienced secondary, one that returned, you know, every uh, every starter from last season. I believe all of them were named to the All District team. So for the second straight week, Allen draws a very talented secondary. Um, but uh, you know, and then I mean, you got to see that talent shine through. It was uh, it was a bit of an up and down night for Allen's uh, Allen's passing attack. Um, you know, Raylan Sharp only hovered around fifty percent in efficiency for much of the contest. I believe he finished something to the tune of sixteen of uh, of thirty. Uh, but nevertheless, there was a few uh, a few big strikes that really helped uh, Allen's uh, Allen's passing game hum on uh, on Friday, including a uh, a 70 yard touchdown to Darian Sherfield uh, that helped put Allen back in front 21 to 14. You had the uh, the Green Twins, Blaine Green and Bryson Green, have their share of highlight catches. Um, it was a uh, yes, it was a very explosive night for the Allen passing attack. Uh, let's see, Raylan Sharp's final numbers were, um, let's see, he finished uh, 16 of 30 for 201 yards and four touchdowns and a pick. Um, you get to see the aforementioned Green Twins, Bryson and Blaine. Um, you know, Bryson comes down with four catches for 46 yards and a touchdown. He had a, he had a big reception in the, uh, early in the third quarter. 
that helped set up a, a, a three-yard touchdown catch by Bryson just a few moments later that gave Allen its largest lead of the game at 35-14. to You had Blaine Green uh, setting the tone through the air with, uh, with two touchdown catches in the first quarter. He finishes with four catches for 45 yards, so some nice little uh, similarities there between the two twin brothers. Uh, Bryson going with 46 yards, Blaine for 45. Uh, you had Darian Sherfield catch two passes for 88 yards to lead all Allen pass catchers. Um, and then Allen had an explosive game on the ground as well. Selden Manning went uh, 15 carries for 103 yards. Jordan Johnson had his biggest run um, of his young varsity career. The junior finishes with seven carries for 86 yards, but he busted a 68-yard uh, a touchdown um, also in the second quarter that gave Allen a 28-14 lead. Um, Allen had a, had a lot of success running, uh, running to the outside on the uh, on the Dickinson defense and yes that uh, that Jordan Johnson run was the uh, at the center of it um, so yes, Allen got its share of big plays on offense. The uh, the pass rush did its thing for the second straight week, despite being a uh, press with defending a a dual threat quarterback. Allen doesn't really let the uh, you know let the um, you know the Dickinson rushing attack really do a whole lot. Um, you know, their Dickinson's leading rusher only had 33 yards, Dalon Farmer. Uh, quarterback Mike Welch, who just on paper, one of the more talented signal callers that Allen will see this season. He was named to the All-State team last year out in, uh, in 6A. You know, he finishes with, uh, with actually, you know, minus nine yards rushing when you account for the times that he was sacked. Um, you know, 14 rushing attempts for negative nine yards. And then behind center, he only goes 12 of 25 for 221 yards and two touchdowns. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what uh, said what Dickinson lacked in efficiency through the year, they made up with uh, with volume. There were some big passing. There were some big receiving nights, I should say, from uh, from Daryl Harris, who Allen fans were, uh, you know, if you had done any prep work on Dickinson, you were well aware of the threat that uh, Daryl Harris posed. Uh, a you know six three six four, a rangy wideout who um who stood like just looking at him on the looking at him on the field, he stood a good you know foot and a half taller than just about any DB that he was lined up against, and he has a big game. He was the you know the player who caught that big touchdown pass from Dickinson to begin things. He finished with five catches for 112 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Dickinson's tight end Jathan Caldwell actually also got in on the action. He accounted for uh, the uh, the Gators' other first half touchdown. He finished with. Three catches for 77 yards. Bomb, but uh, but yeah. Nevertheless, the story on that side of the ball was more so um, just the struggles that Dickinson had blocking Allen. And you look at a player like Elijah Fisher, who was an All District tight end last year. He made the move to defensive end in the offseason. In just his second, just his first two starts at the position, he is already looking the part of one of the uh, could potentially be one of the better pass rushers in uh, in District Nine Six A. He had. Four sacks through the first three quarters on uh, on Friday against Dickinson, and just a uh, a banner start to his uh, to his tenure on defense. Um, you know, and Allen Allen needed it because Dickinson, you know, Dickinson made this a game there in the uh, in the second half. They were able to cut it down to eleven. Um, you know, after uh, despite having their backup quarterback in the game, you know, uh, Mike Welch, he uh, you know, head coach uh, John Snelson afterwards said that Welch. Um, you know, appeared to uh, sustain a bit of a back injury in the in the first half that uh, kind of limited his availability as the game went on, um, and they had to go to uh, to back up Marlon Allen. Um, Allen had its own you know brief injury scare there in the uh, in the second half after Raylan Sharp got sacked 
and um, and came up hobbling, had to be helped off the field, and wasn't putting any pressure on his right foot. Um, you know, they taped up the ankle, and he was back in, didn't miss a series. Um, but on the whole, he was a little bit banged up in the game, which did kind of contribute to Allen deciding to keep him in the pocket a bit more than last week against Cedar Hill, where he led Allen in rushing attempts. Um, I want to. It felt like they. Uh, I could have the number wrong, but it felt like I really only saw like maybe two design runs for Allen in uh, in Friday's win, both of which came near the goal line. So they clearly weren't going out of their way to try to put Sharp in uh, in space on the ground like they you know like they did last week against Cedar Hill. Um, but nevertheless, though, it's a game that Allen is able to. Um, Again, ride that uh, ride that wave of momentum from those middle two quarters, and um, ultimately come away with a fairly, uh, you know, I mean, we'll say a fairly comfortable, but nevertheless, a uh, an impressive victory. Because again, this is a second straight week against a state ranked opponent for an Allen team that is is still very young. So to have passed both of these tests now, which I mean, we'll see what challenges present themselves, and um, you know, in district play. But uh, you know, to have already taken down two, uh, you know, two state-ranked opponents, it definitely uh, you know forecasts well for Allen's bid at a uh, at a potential. Uh, what would this be then? I guess as far as a potential undefeated regular season, they're uh, they're seventh, eighth in a row, something crazy like that. Um, but yes, Allen able to defeat Dickinson. Uh, let's see, thirty-eight to twenty-four, um, and again a, a spirited effort by uh, by both sides. Dickinson was game in this one. Their uh, their biggest bugaboo is they just could not get of their get out of their own way with. Penalties. They had 15 penalties for 128 yards, including some flags that wiped out some big gains, like some potential third and long conversions, you know, things of that nature. Um, and yeah, otherwise it was just a uh, just kind of business as usual for Allen. You know, there's still, uh, you know, Coach Gamble said there's still a you know a long way to go as far as cleaning up the uh, the big plays allowed on defense, coupled with the uh, you know the turnovers committed on offense. Um, you know, both teams committed two turnovers in the game. And then Allen had some moments, like, down near the goal line. They were, I mean, they had three consecutive rushes from one yard out. Couldn't punch it in. Now, granted, Dickinson does have a really talented talented and uh, an athletic defensive line, um, which, sure enough, gave Allen some fits on occasion. But nevertheless, it is a double-digit victory. Allen's second straight of the season. And now they will close things out in a uh, against a familiar opponent, somebody who seems to be on that, uh, on that schedule every year, it seems, this time of year. And that is Capel. A Capel team that is as one and one had to uh, really hang on late for a uh, for a victory over LD Bell on uh, on Friday. And that game, uh, let's see, that game will be next week, seven o'clock, out at Allen Eagle Stadium. And uh, yeah, you can uh, you can go check out my game story at StarLocalMedia.com. I will have some video highlights later in the day to accompany that. Otherwise, this has been Matt Welch with Star Local Media. I appreciate you guys for checking this out. We'll be back with the actual podcast itself on Monday to break down some of the happenings uh, throughout our coverage area in week two. Uh, Folks, you enjoy your weekend. I will talk to you all later. Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than StarLocalJobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. But that's not all, StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? 
Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.